0: Today we're going to do two lessons Torah 205 and 206 and this is the first time we're going to speak about um the hidush rabanu revealed known as Tikunakali which uh, Rabenu said is tikkun abrit. Um, Rabenu is the only tzaddik to reveal such a tikkun, especially for a sin like uh, blemishing the covenant, in which the Zohar says um, that teshuvah doesn't help for this, but Rabenu says in Sikhot Aran that only Rabbenu understood that, that only he understood that Zohar, and that he understands that there is teshuvah even for a sin like this. Um, and specifically Rabenu came and revealed this idea of tikkun abrit, so, Hashem, uh, we're going to study Torah 205, which is going to uh, speak about the Kavanot of Tikkun HaKtali, and uh, we should study this and really pay attention, because when we read it, um, this is going to help us very much. Tikkun la la Torah 205. A rectification, or the rectification for nocturnal emission, a Khaman heaven forbid, Heaven and mercy. The tikkun for a nocturnal omission is to say these ten Te'ilim on the day in which it happens to him. God forbid. Because the saying of Te'ilim, the reciting of Te'ilim has tremendous strength to remove that drop of seed that uh, this evil force took, that this husk took. By the name of uh, Lili, that we know that she is in charge of this uh sort of tabah this sexual immorality. she makes and entices man to fall into it, so the drop that comes out at night, and as Rabenu revealed also um even for um uh, as is taught uh, throughout the teaching Rabenu and Mesorah, uh mesora, that even the um the drops that God forbid a person loses. Intentionally in following into the and unintentionally in the case of a nocturnal omission, etc., that uh, this Koah has the power to remove this drop of holiness from within the realm of this Kripa that has taken control over it. Because Teilim, Psalms, um, has the same numerical value as Lili, this name of this angel the wife of the Satan, who's uh, in charge of taking all these drops and bringing it to her impurity. So teilim is Gematria 485. Lili, Lamed Yud, Lamed Yud, and then you have the Tav, is Gematria 480 plus the five letters within her name is 485. Shehi ha-memuna al because we know that she is in charge of this uh, sin, uh, as is known. It's brought in the Zohar in many different places in the Kavanot uh, of the Arizal, uh, look over there of K'yat Shema, Sha'amit Ha'perkeh. V'Tzareich L'Chavain a person needs to have intention during the time when he recites these teilim these specific 10, which Rabbeinu is going to reveal. Sh'tehilim, Be'Gimmat Ch'ya, the teilim has the numerical value of 485, Sh'ummechuvam Shnei Shemot, El Elokim, which has the um, which is directly corresponding to the two names of Hashem, Kel and Elohim. Kel is 31, Elohim is 86, Bim But if you expand it, Kaze, uh, in this form, meaning you take uh, both names and then each letter of each of the names, for, for example, Kel, you take the Aleph and you spell out the letter Aleph in a full word, the way you would spell Aleph um, in a full word, so Aleph Lamarpe. So here, Rabban was expanding the expansion. Kel is expanded like this: Aleph, Lamed, Pei, and then the Lamed is Lamed Mem, Lamed Mem and then you have Elohim expanded as Aleph, Lamed, Pei, Lamed Mem Dalet, Hey Yud, Yud Vav Dalet, Mem and Mem, and then all of that together adds up to four hundred eighty-five. eluyot ati That it's through these two names of Hashem in its expansion form that that is the Koach of what is able to redeem that drop from within the control of this husk of Lili. Because we know that the drop of seed is a combination of kindness and judgment, or kindness and severities, as is known. It's brought down in its Shah Yudarev um, Over there, this idea um, that the drop of seed is encompassed of both kindness and uh, gvura. And severities, uh, because within the drop of seed, you have the f- strength of fire and water, meaning the drop is in itself moisture, it's water, and the fire is the heat of the 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 heat of the desire which enables that drop to emerge. It's the warmth and the moisture. The warmth is cold is moisture. Or, sorry. That Maim, sorry, water is Chesed and the heat is uh, is Gvura. Um, that through these two names of Kel and Elohim, Kel being this aspect of Chesed and Elohim uh, being severities, judgment. So Kel Chesed, and we know Chesed El Korayom, and Elohim, we know Gvura. So, when these two aspects come together, Cheser and Vura, as is known, which is the numerical value of, as we said above, Ken and its expansion is numerical value of Tehidim, 485. Uh, so, through the strength of those two names in its exp- in its expanded form, it's able, and with the reciting of this Tehidim that has this Kavana of these two names within each and every Tehidim, you're able to bring out that drop from the from the control and the grasp of this uh, evil force. And this is what a person needs to have intention and to internalize and to think about when he's reciting these Tehilim. And this is why a person needs to say 10 Mizmorim, 10 specific uh, chapters of Tehilim. Because there's 10 types of song. Which are the 10 types of um, ways in which Tehilim is composed, the 10 types of language. 10 types of song, Kamuvah, Begmaab Sachim, Kuvitainer, and in the Zohar, as brought in the Gmar P'sachim. and in the Zohar Kadosh, the Te'ilim is built out of 10 types of song. Shehem, and what are the 10 types of song? First is Ashre, the second is Lam Latseah, Maskil, Halleluka, etc. Shir Mizmor, etc. We know all the different types of song over there. Ashre, Baracha, Maskil, Shinetur, Nigun, Tfilah. Hoda, Mizmor, Halleluka. No, the ten. Look in Perush Rashi over there. And there's a strength, a certain strength, a unique strength within each and every one of those 10 types of songs to nullify the strength of that evil force, of Lili. Because each and every one of these 10 types of song are the opposite or counteracting the force of that uh husk. because we know the word ashre, which is one of the ten types of song, actually comes from the language of what? Which means to reiya which means to shore, means to see. Histaklu, to gaze at something. As we saw in lesson one of the Moran also This idea. <laughs> Sorry. We saw this idea and as as also about the verse, Ashurenu as it's brought in Bamidbar, chapter twenty-four, verse seventeen, over there, Ashurenu comes the word, um, which means to see, and Ashurenu comes the word Ashre. So we see that Ashre, the seeing and the gazing, is the opposite of the klipa. because we see that the essential strength of this evil has comes from when a person damages his eyesight, damages his vision. As brought in the verse, his eyesight had faded. As is brought about Yitzchak um, Avinu, that his eyesight had faded. But this eyesight fading is a reference to this klipa who, who receives her strength whenever a man's eyesight um, isn't guarded properly. As is brought in the verse Yehi uh, Meorot, in verse fourteen of the the first uh, the fourteenth verse of the Torah, Parashat Bereshit Yehi May the luminaries etc. etc. Meorot is missing above. The word me'orot is missing. Above Khaser, it's missing. The Tanchumim say, and the zor dalili that this me'orot is lili, is this kli par, this evil husk. Nimtzah. So we see sheikah kochah mikrikul raya. We see that her essential strength comes from the 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 blemish in sight, in vision. Ashke shehu leshon raya hehefer mimeno and ashke, which is a language of sight, which means to see is the opposite of uh, of the strength of lili, which comes from a lack of sight. And the same is true of maskil, the second type of song. Because we know that this kripa, this evil husk, has a, uh, an aspect of meshakel, to bereave. And to bereave is the opposite of maskil, which means to enlighten. With, this, with regard to this idea, look at another lesson. In uh, lesson 19, it speaks about this. The uh, Sechel. Ramanu talks about. Which is an aspect of Yaakov, as we saw over there. Ki Because we know that her essential strength to make a man sin with regard to nocturnal omission. Chaz God forbid. Who aledin She gets her strength through the, via the language of tagum, of Aramaic. She maskil al yedit geman, which is maskil al yedit geman. What does it say about Aramaic? Tugeman is a translator. But this is where Targum, Aramaic, comes from. Targum is the essential translation of the Torah. Maskil al Yadir Tugaman. Enlightened via a translator. We, because we know that Targum, we know uh, the language of Aramaic, is the only language that is mixed half evil, half good. Sometimes it's the aspect of bereaving, which is the kripa, the evil husk. Sometimes it's holiness, which is enlightenment. I look over there. You see that Lashona Kodesh is the only language that's completely pure. All the other languages, the 70 languages, are completely impure. They're mostly ruled by the husk. And then Aramaic is the language that's half-half. The same is true of hallelujah which is opposite of the klipa, she lili im al shem tamid. Why is the name lili, why is her name like that, this klipa? Because she meyalele, she wails, with a constant wailing and screaming, tamid. But this yelala is opposite of the haleluka, which is what? halal The haleluka, which means halel, which is praise, is the opposite of yelala, which is wailing. yot because which is praising, is the opposite of Yilera, which is wailing. And this is all that Rabbenu explained, Rabbenu didn't explain the rest. We also see that this drop of seed comes from Da'at, consciousness, intellect. Because we know Da'at is the composition of kindness and severities when it comes together. When Chochmah and come together, you get Da'at. When the right and the left come together, when kindness and judgment come together, you get Da'at, which is the encompassment of the two. Um, And this is where the tipah comes from. Because we said the tipah is a combination of this chesed and gvora. And we know that Da'at is an aspect of both five chesed and five severities. That's brought down in Etz Al this is why a person needs to say these ten, ten these ten of these ten chapters of Tayinim. this is the aspect of it. It's brought in Tainim chapter 32. Um, to David, this sort of song, this maskil. This maskil from David, this song from David. Happy is he whose offence is forgiven. Happy is he whose transgression is forgiven. Take the first letters of that phrase, Ashkheh Nesui Pesha, you have Aleph Nun Peh, Rashi Tevot Na'af. If you mix them around, you have Na'af, which is adultery, sexual immorality. Haban was telling Gashiun, Yichnan Lezebichinat Le'david Maskil Dahinu Meaning, Ashkheh Nesui Pesha, this aspect of Ni'uf, of sexual immorality, is subdued through what? The David Maskil. Through that sort of song of David, which is what? The t- reciting of these te- te- these Achakach. Te- 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 Afterwards, Gila Rabbeinu, revealed, Zikrono May his memory be a blessing. Rabbeinu revealed the 10 specific chapters of Teinim that one needs to recite um, upon a nocturnal mission. That a person needs to recite them on the day that it happens to him. God forbid. When it happens to him, God forbid, an impure mission. These are the 10 Teinim. le David, Ted le David Maskil, so you have first chapter 16 chapter 32 ashramaskel dal which is chapter 41 kayal taraw chapter 42 la msaqat ashqat chapter 59 la msaqat al ditun chapter 50, uh, sorry yeah 59 chapter la msaqat al is chapter 77 tilal Moshe chapter 90 hodu la sha ki roshmar kufa chapter 105 al daqot baber kufla medain chapter of al daqot baber is 137 hallelujah hallelujah because of the last he's more of Taylor 150 so we see where are the tentative in this order the Person needs to rest in this order 1632 41 42, 59, 77, 90, 105, 137 and 150 yeah I'm out of heaven who said she'll it the event he could God all may all be on the me say I've ever that these specific ten chapters of the are an awesome rectification that are very 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 great for a nocturnal omission, God forbid, one who merits to say it on this day, look how Rabenu was awesome about this, Rabenu says in Tikkun and uh, look at the introduction to Tikkunakali. when Rabbeinu brought two Edim, when Rabbeinu revealed this, he revealed it before Rabbi Aftalim, in and Rabbi Aaron Mibreslev, these two Edim, and uh, in front of the Sefer Torah, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, he revealed it in front of these two witnesses, that these, this tikkun, reciting uh, tikkun al is an awesome rectification that hasn't been revealed since the time of the Dama that people were reigning for this rectification, and many people tried revealing it. And Rabban was saying it's an awesome tikkun, a tikkun that's so great, that even the Zohar says that there's no tikkun for this. Rabban was saying there is a tikkun, and it's to read this, that so much so that Rabbeinu says, I'm sure about everything I say, but Rabenu said about this, Tikkun Akali, that he said this, I'm even more sure. And Rabenu made a promise that anyone who would recite the Teilim, these 10 Teilim of Tikkun Akali, and give a, a coin to charity on his behalf, and anyone who would come to recite it by his kever, by his grave, Rabenu would um, put all his effort to the length and breadth of creation to save this person from gaining up, to even pull out this person from hell by his peyot. And there's no tzaddik in the world that has ever made a promise like this. Only Rabenu can say such things because he, only he knows the gravity of his words. And as Rabenu said, you can look, how, look how awesome this is. Rabbanu said, A person does not need to worry at all anymore from this awesome blemish, from this tremendous blemish of nocturnal emission, because it's certain that a person rectifies every single last drop of holiness. Through this. And look at uh, the second book of the at the end. speaks about this as well. Torah 206. David the Melech writes in Teirim. like um, a lost sheep. Seek out your servant. As David the Melech finishes off over there. Um, um, because I have not forgotten your, who your mitzvot. Okay, see, okay. says, "Ki says, "There's an awesome difference. Whenever a person commits a sin, God forbid." Specifically when a person awakens himself immediately after the sin and he returns in repentance to come, return to God um, immediately after he sins. So Rabbeinu says, he tells us, it's possible for this person easily to return back to his place because he has still not yet distanced himself very much from the good path. Because when a person commits a sin, God forbid, Because when a person commits a sin, he goes and he strays from the good and right path, the upright path, to a different path that is damaged. And from that road comes out from that road comes out many different pathways and roads that are misleading and very damaging. That when a person starts to walk on it, on that bad pathway, on that bad pathway, then this person strays and gets confused on all these pathways that branch off from that one good path when a person strays and commits a sin. Until it's very difficult for a person to return and to get out from there. God's way is to constantly summon and call out to a person immediately when he sees that this person is straying from the pathway of intellect, because here we see that Rabenu is not saying, Rabenu first says, der chashar, upright pathway, here Rabbenu is saying, der chasechal, the pathway of the intellect, because Rabbenu is saying, the today is all illusion, and the only way to combat illusion is through intellect, which is not foreign wisdoms, God forbid, it's the intellect of the Torah, the wisdom of the Torah, to use a person's consciousness to recognize, is it even worth it to commit a sin? Because if we really truly sell, settle our minds and use our intellect to, to be patient, will recognize that actually it's not worth it at all. So Rabein was saying that God calls out to us a second we stray from this pathway of intellect. The and God calls us to turn back. God calls out to each and every one of us according to where we are holding. One God calls out to one in hints. One calls out to God. Calls out to one person in literal calling. And, God, and another uh, to another person tramples him down and punishes him. And this is God's way of calling to this person. Because we know the Torah constantly announces and calls to them. What does the Torah say to this person who strays from the path? And they the them Mishlei, chapter twenty uh, verse uh, chapter one verse twenty two. How long, Admatay? Petaim te'ahavu peti? How long will you fools love being foolish? And the Torah, who beatma, the Torah is literally God Himself. Sheu koreh otam bevarkhem shehazorah rabikad minot the Torah is Hashem. As we say, in the zohar Hakadosh. Am Yisrael kudcha berichu beTorah veoraita hakol achad. Minut Hakadosh Baruch Hu the Torah and Yisrael are one. So the Torah is Hashem calling out to this person, requesting him to turn back. So this is why, therefore, when a person still hasn't strayed very much from the upright, upright path, the good path, it's possible for him to easily return to God. Because he still recognizes the the voice that is familiar to him. He still recognizes the voice of the Torah. The voice that, I, that is calling to him from God. Because not too long ago, he was... Uh, listening to God's voice and he was next to God. He was close to the voice of the Torah. He still has not yet forgotten this voice. And he still hasn't yet been misled so much by these pathways, these winding other pathways and these misleading misleading and perplexing paths. And this is why it's easy for him to still return. And possible for him to return. This is like a, the parable of a shepherd, that when a, a sheep strays from the path, and then immediately when the sheep strays, the shepherd calls out to the sheep, so that if the sheep yet still hasn't strayed so much from the pathway, isn't so far from the shepherd, so the sheep recognizes the voice of his owner, of his owner and recognizes the voice, and goes back. But when the sheep strays from the pathway very, very much, then he has already forgotten the voice, and doesn't recognize it. Also the shepherd gives up from seeking him out. Because this sheep has gone a long time, and, misled, and been misled from the shepherd and this is, the, by the way, a beautiful parable of the story of Moshe Rabenu, when the sheep went uh, went out from the path and Moshe went to go seek it out for a long, long time until he came to the burning bush and this is the beauty of Moshe Rabenu, that even Moshe Rabenu, the tzaddik when the, when the uh, sheep strays when Amishal strays he constantly goes out for even even the, lo- the darkest and lowest place and this is why the true tzaddik is constantly engaged in this mercy, of being able to to bring the Jewish people back to their Father in Heaven. And this is why why Moshe Rabbeinu was Moshe Rabbeinu. The same is true when past, when time has passed so much. When a person has passed so much time in his wickedness, he has been accustomed to his wickedness. So that when a person turns and he's misleading himself very much from the upright path to these pathways that are very damaged and misleading and perplexing and confusing then it's very difficult for him to return. So now Rabbeinu tells us that it's very possible that with these pathways that that these pathways, that these confusing pathways and misleading paths, when a person is misled by them and he walks on these misleading pathways very, very much, it's possible that sometimes he gets so misled. Precisely because he strayed so greatly, it's possible that he's able to turn around and to return back to the same place in which he initially started because he has misled himself so much that the the winding paths becomes so confusing and so dark and he goes in such, goes on for such a long time that he ends up at the same place where he started. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I skipped. And there will only be a very, very small distance between his place right now and his first place. The place before he committed the first sin. And easily, through an easy test, Olim he will be able to return to his place but when God arranges for this person this test, whatever this person is on the brink of returning back to his original place because he has strayed so far, when God arranges for this person this easy test this person doesn't recognize the voice of God and he gives no and he gives no heed and pays no attention to return back to his place. And this is the difference between a person who is younger, Yamin, who has young days, and an older, an older person, an elderly person. Because a person who is youthful and still hasn't become old in his sins, meaning he hasn't become accustomed in his sins, it's possible to him, for him to return from this um, oldness because he's still close to God and hasn't forgotten the voice of God's summoning of God's calling this is what it says in the verse I've strayed like a lost sheep meaning David Melech is saying I've strayed from the right upright path like a sheep who has been lost and, and uh, strayed from the, from the path of a shepherd therefore I am asking before you God David Amenak saying, Hashem, I'm asking before you, decha. seek out your servant, Ki mitvotecha lo shakharti. for your mitzvot, your commandments I have not forgotten. What is David Amenach asking God? Look at the humility of David Amelach. Look how low he felt of himself. David is asking God, Hashem, be, be careful, hurry. Sorry. hurry. Le to seek me out as long as I remember the voice of your calling of the Torah and this is what it says seek out your servant for your commandments I have not forgotten meaning hurry to seek me out immediately because I have not forgotten your commandments and I still recognize the voice of calling of these of your Torah Shema Torah, which is the Torah itself, meaning the Torah is still calling out to me and I recognize the voice. Al this is why my request is like this. That you have mercy on me to seek me out very quickly. As long as I have not yet forgotten your mitzvot. Meaning, as long as I recognize your calling voice of the Torah and the mitzvot. When the Torah and the Mitzvot call me out, because when God forbid, a person is already old in his sins. It's very difficult for him to be seeked out by God and difficult for this person to seek out Hashem. because he has already forgotten the voice of the Torah and the Mitzvot and he did not recognize the voice of this calling. This is what a person needs to request from God. That a person needs to request from Hashem that Hashem hurries to seek this person out, to return him back to God. As long as this person is still not yet for completely forgotten. The voice of the Torah and the commandments. And this is what David Amenach requested. your servant, seek out your servant. Because I have not forgotten as we said above. That's it for today. Two most amazing, amazing to all that we have to apply. Maybe we have the merit to do so and to really bring this within each and every aspect of our life to seek our Hashem, to recite the Tikkun um, Akali with tremendous Kavanah to rectify all the damages in our, our, our dark youth.